everybody. This is Gary Horde. And this is Adam Rotella. And this, this is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, tradition, all of the stuff now of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. As uh, We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. My screen is so delayed, so like that's what's weird to me right now. It's just freaking me out a little well, bit. Well, Gary, I think that you're only looking at the YouTube stream. Keep a look at me over here on the Skype side, my man, because we are ready to go. And one second, this, 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 this thing fell recently, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that in, in the coming election... You can vote for me. I'm ready to go for your district, everybody. All right, Gary. Here we go, my man. Yeah, hey. Here we go. And uh, we are a podcast, but we are also a video show on YouTube, as you can see right here. Well, what what Gary used to call me when he had that first interview with Nick Aldis was that little video show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We make little videos and everything. Yeah, little videos and now big videos full of big people like all of you. And we're happy to see you here with us this evening because, above all, we are also your one-stop shop for NWA news and entertainment outside of the actual NWA, obviously. And (laughs) we had a big show tonight. I hope you guys liked it. I loved it. I love the hashtag saying I'm still with Gary in the chat room. Folks, a lot went on in this one. It was another action-packed, what, hour, almost an hour of stuff, and we got a lot to get into. As always, we're going to talk to you about a recap, and then we're going to jump into a live chat afterwards with everybody in the chat room. We, of course, do one show for the uh, podcast audience and then try to encourage them to show up live so they can interact just like all of you fine folks in the chat room right now. And, but, now, uh, and now, Gary, man, we, we, we definitely want to keep this to the podcast for these first around 40 minutes, correct? So if people do want their comments to be read, is there something that these people can, can, can do to make sure that their comments are read right now? Yeah, absolutely. Stick around till the end of the show. That's how you can make sure your comments are read right now. I've got bad ADD, so I'm going to try not to pay attention so that I can stick to a strict 40 minutes because you guys distract me when you're when you're talking in the chat room. And so in our production meetings, uh, because we're oh so professional. Uh, we I, are journalists. I, yeah, we decided I'm going to focus strictly on staring straight ahead and getting through this damned recap for the podcast, people. Hey, but... I will acknowledge Mr. Jason Peace over here dropping a cool uh, chunk of change in the uh, chat for us. Thank you so much for that. We definitely appreciate it. Adam, that is uh, one of the things we actually, I guess, should mention up front is the super users. Well, you know what? uh, You know what, Gary? It's not only just the super users, but it's that super chat that, you know, if you guys want to look at this thing as a super chat, as just being a dollar in the tip jar, that's exactly what we're looking for this super chat to be. Because when Gary and I go through this first uh, portion of the audio that goes directly to the podcast, our focus is the recap of the Power episode. So if you guys do want to have your voices heard on that podcast, drop that super chat, and we will definitely read your chat inside of the podcast. All right. And we even got Uh, one more. 
Oh my God, Dan <laughs> Kellogg, thank you so much. You beautiful people just dropping tips left and right. We appreciate that so much. We really do, genuinely. Like all of yeah, this, that's and crazy. I assure you, all of it's going straight back into the in the show. We're, we're just uh, trying to build something here, and so we're using it to pay for subscription fees and all of that stuff. So we, we definitely uh, appreciate you guys. All right. all right, so Adam, unless you've got something else, I'm going to go ahead and uh, – jump in and uh, start talking about the show we saw just a little bit ago if you watch this latest episode of NWA Powers. Does that sound good to you? Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, basically, we opened this week with a recap of last week, showing uh, Ricky Morton uh, and uh, his issues with Nick Aldis. The, the debut of Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, showing up in the NWA studio. And then uh, we got a little a little teaser, just the tip. Uh, ah. Thank you, Mast Fan. <laughs> uh, we got uh, just the tip of uh, a breaking news item showing Aldis attacking someone. Looks like Flip Gordon. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Uh, you're going to have to stay tuned to find out. Well, hey, Gary, let's ease off the gas there for a second, my man, because on Ricky Morton's shirt, we see the tree of life, something that is really symbiotic to uh, exactly what the NWA is on right now. There's different paths to get to your certain goal, and on that Ricky Morton shirt, we see that tree of life, which is so fantastic in my mind's eye. Another super chat coming in from the Mass fan saying, love you guys, love what you do. Thank you very much, my man. We really appreciate that. So Ricky Morton really showing us that even bringing in ROH, my man, there's different paths to get to a certain goal. And that shirt, very uh, symbolic to what the future holds for the NWA. I think you're 100% right. That's excellent to point out. Again, thank you, Jason Peace, for dropping uh, some more uh, dough in the tip jar. You guys are amazing right now. Thank you so, so much. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and, and so what Adam's referring to is like uh, things are kind of up in the air right now. Starting off this episode, we don't really know what's going on. We know that Ricky Morton and Nick Aldis obviously have issues, but over the weekend, a lot of stuff went down that nobody saw coming, and it involves Nick Aldis, uh, I guess you could say, issuing a receipt uh, to Marty Skrull in a way uh, for uh, him just showing up at the end of Into the Fire in the NWA studio, and uh, we had wondered... Uh, I had mentioned, you know, you wouldn't like to think that Nick Aldis is ducking a challenge, and it looks like he's not. He's approaching it head-on and uh, shows up at the ROH tapings. But more on that in just a minute. Exactly, Gary. I think we should definitely tease that for a little bit later on in the show and continue on with what we're doing right now. Exactly, because next up, it just drops us right into the studio with Stu Bennett and Joe Galley. Joe, uh, we are in week number three of him slowly dying on air. If you can hear his voice, like <laughs> Joe Galley is, is withering away into nothing. And uh, you can see it each week live right there in the NWA studio. Joe Galley will eventually be a pile of dust, it sounds like. He's just slowly going away. 
Yeah, well, Gary, the same thing with you and I inside that studio. Maybe the same thing with us and everyone inside of that studio. Again, folks, if you're coming to that whole weekend with the NWA, we highly encourage it. But we also highly encourage you bring all of your enthusiasm because it is a trek. But God damn it, it's one of the funnest times I've ever had in wrestling as well, Gary. Exactly. A hundred percent. There's nothing like being in that studio during these TV you tapings. You affect the show. We see that all the time. You affect the show. You affect the promo. So you got to be there inside the studio. Yeah, absolutely. You are interactive with the people at the podium, whoever's there in the ring, whatever. You've seen me. I'm coming close to getting my ass picked <laughs> at some point. It's bound to happen. Eventually, Nick Aldis is going to slap me right across the face. But until that happens... Now that's, you... now that's content, baby. I want to see that content, man. <laughs> hey, Nick, instead of making those goals on your white wall every day on your Instagram, just slap Gary in the face one episode, my man. We'll play that over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. And uh, also, yes, uh, Justin Johnson, I'd say, I'm i not going to pay attention to the chat, but I did see the hashtag spoons to asses. So uh, very nice uh, to see that. So, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, if anybody pisses me off enough for me to offer that opportunity again this week. Uh, so uh, we we go from Stu and Joe over to David Marquez, welcoming welcoming the Rock and Roll Express to the podium and uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, I love that shirt that Ricky. You know, you you mentioned Ricky Morton. Uh, uh, Robert Gibson had oh, a shirt yeah. on. That says loyalty is a hoax. I thought that was an interesting show or uh, shirt. And uh, but th these guys are basically there to talk about the fact that tonight the main event is that Team Morton, which will consist of Robert Gibson and two mystery partners, will take on Strictly Business, which will be the wild cards and Scott Steiner. We've seen so. Uh, Ricky Morton just has a lot to say about paving the way and uh, that that no matter what, that, that these guys get on their high horses like Nick Aldis walking in saying he's God here. Uh, Ricky Morton wakes up every day just like the rest of us. Crack at dawn, puts on his boots and goes to work. He's he gets it. And uh, so just a just a nice like just connection moment Uh for the crowd and, and Ricky Morton. Well, hey, man, not only that, but a great connection moment for everybody that has just found the NWA recently, my man. I mean, we are bringing in people that have not watched wrestling for years and years and years. Gary, I know that you're a part of this feedback, my man. We hear it all the time. I haven't watched wrestling in 20 years. I haven't watched wrestling in 25 years. This is the stuff that I grew up with. And my friends, we're not just welcoming these people into the NWA. We're also welcoming these people into the internet wrestling community, whatever the hell we want to call that thing. But we might as well make the, the NWA community a whole lot brighter and a whole lot better than what these other people are trying to do. So these people are coming into the NWA. They're coming into what we're producing here. And my friends, welcome, 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 because Ricky Morton is talking about you. Trevor Murdoch is talking about you. And God damn it, I don't know if Nick Aldis is talking about you, but I'm sure uh, Gary Horn has a lot to say about that later on tonight. 
<laughs> well, uh, Nick and I have had our rocky road, believe me. But uh, you know, I mean, I've I've admitted on a, a previous show that he's he's done some things that I like. I am a man who gives credit where credit is due. Uh, speaking of which, Jason Peace, thank you again for your your donation here. You're being very kind. Seventy nine cents. Hey, baby, I'm going to Paris. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Taking it to Disney Paris. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for everybody joining. And please tell everybody you know about us. Get them over here. Tell them. I see you talking about dropping it in the Discord server. We love you guys. Bring it on. Let's let's get this show bigger and bigger and more interaction. We want all the fans here. Everybody's on that high of NWA power. We're going to keep it going right here, baby. All right. So uh, next up, Adam. We got our, finally, uh, so we get a little bit of a clue of what's going on here. We get our official TV title championship tournament brackets. And uh, in those brackets, we see that uh, officially there is Block A, which is going to have Tim Storm versus A. Dawson. One of the damn Dawsons will be there, be it Dave or be it Zane. And... Then at the bottom of bracket A, you've got Ricky Starks versus an open slot. Nobody knows. It could be anyone. They say it's somebody outside of the NWA, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, is, that Did that, is that really what they said? Because I was really just overtaken by these graphics, my man. I mean, you talk about people that wanted a belt to come back, wanted a championship to come back. All of these goddamn belt tweets about the TV title. Dude, let me tell you what, man. I really want Trevor Murdoch to win because I do think that he's the gatekeeper. I do think that he's the gatekeeper of the NWA locker room in real life and in what we're talking about here. But dude, man, if Zicky Dice wins, how great. How great would it be for him to turn that into a 10 pounds of pink and piss off all these bout tweet people? <laughs> well, speaking of Zicky Dice and Trevor Murdoch, you can drop on over to block B, and that has you with Zicky Dice versus an open competitor. Again, we don't know who Zicky Dice is going up against. And then at the bottom of that bracket, the question mark will be taking on uh, either Trevor Murdoch or Tom Latimer. And I have no shame in admitting, and I've been preaching this, they fight next week for their spot in that TV title tournament. And I promise you, Trevor Murdoch versus uh, Tom Latimer just seems like a big, badass brawl to me, and I cannot wait. I'm already, I'm as excited about that match as anything that could possibly be going on the pay-per-view. Well, Gary, you know, we thought that that was coming up this week, actually. I had some micro-content of us last week ready to go at 7 o'clock talking about that match coming tonight, but... When I didn't see it in the uh, NWA uh, social media, I'm like, okay, maybe that's something that's happening in a, a coming week. I pulled that, but hey, we talk about it. We're ready to go for that match, my friends. And to Ted Talks, where are we going next? Gary, do you see that? What What is that? Milan. Milan. Okay. Oh. Hey, Milan, screw Paris. We're going to Milan, baby. Thank you for that $2, Ted. Very nice of you. Is there, a, is there a Disney in Milan? Is we're that, is that why we're going there? We're going to build it. <laughs> All right. So uh, so anyway, I just wanted to say about this. I mean, I love the idea of the brackets finally being there. I get excited about that stuff because now you know that it's going to be Tim Storm 
or one of the Dawsons versus Ricky Starks or a mystery opponent. And one of those guys is going to go over to face Zicky Dice, question mark, Murdoch, Latimer. It's, just, oh, it's exciting. I'm so excited about this TV title tournament. I can't express it enough. Um, so speaking of which, then we move on to the next segment, which has David Marquez hanging out with Zicky Dice and Ricky Starks at the podium. And, uh, and Ricky Starks, uh, I, I, mean, I know we built a lot of Zicky Dice fans in uh, – our interview and everything, and he's a popular cat, but Ricky well, you know Starks kind of took it to you know, school. You know why that is, Gary? Why? It's because you are a great interviewer, Gary. My friends, if you have not listened to this Zicky Dice interview that Gary Horn gives or conducts or whatever the hell you want to call this thing, listen to that immediately. You're going to be sold on Zicky Dice. That's the most important thing, my friends. Listen to that interview. Ziggy Dice is more than just a hip shaker, but God damn it, I want more hip shaking. Absolutely. Ziggy Dice is amazing, and yes, his shirt was tremendous. His fanny pack's tremendous, but Ricky Starks, oh, loved him coming in hot with the, uh, why don't you shut your mouth, you broke-ass Guy Fieri. <laughs> and, uh, but he didn't even that- know the reference. Oh, well, that's on Ziggy Dice. That's no, not how on Ziggy Ricky Dice Starks. supposed to know the reference, my man? I mean, Ziggy Dice's brain, I don't know what exactly happened to this man, but unfortunately, and folks, this is a very unfortunate medical accident. For some reason, Ziggy Stark's brain is captured in 1985, 1986. So, of course, he's not going to know who this uh, guy Ferrari guy is. I mean, I, I barely know who this guy Ferrari guy is, Gary. Well, what we do know is that Ricky Starks has uh, taken uh, Zicky's mom to Flavortown, as he said. So uh, that uh, was quite unexpected. So good on Ricky Starks. As he says, Big Bank takes Little Bank, and uh, Starks is going to be eating because Starks is hungry. And uh, Zicky didn't have much to go with on there. And, and, and if you go back to that interview, uh, he does talk about being next to Ricky Starks in that thing, saying – uh man, Ricky Starks is the first one of the guys that I like stood next to, and I was like, "This guy's, this guy's good." Well, actually, Gary, one of the things that I have written down here is thank God they match their outfits. I mean, if it wasn't for that great, great suit top and that fantastic shirt from uh uh, uh Ricky Starks, they would have been uh, very clash. So I'm happy that they matched their outfits tonight. Uh, it's lovely. You know, they planned it beforehand. They had to have. Uh, so next up, we move into uh, the Dawson brothers taking on each other. Zane Dawson versus Dave Dawson. And uh, this is a this is a good match, but uh, it ends. I mean, it's, it feels a little one sided at first. And I don't know if it's because Dave is taking it easy on his brother. But Dave has the upper hand because Zane well, obviously the guy had a broken. His hand was hurt, Gary. I mean, they're, they're brothers. We were sitting there and, and we were sitting there in the audience. I, you must remember me saying. What are you going to do, man? It's your brother. I mean, what was he supposed to do? Was he supposed to start off strong? Yeah, no, absolutely. You're you're 100% right. And that, uh, unfortunately, it cost him in this one because Zane uh, ends up picking up the win. Broken hand and all. Now, I'm going to tell you, Adam, I I saw him at the end of this match. And if he continues on into that tournament, I'm going to be amazed. Now, he's supposed to go on and face uh, Tim Storm. So... 
uh, that's that's quite the mountain to climb. Huh. Uh, I, I I just don't see that happening for Zane. Oh, dude, I mean, there's, I mean, the 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 Zany brothers are absolutely fantastic, and I don't mean to call them that. I I, I apologize for that, but the the Dawsons. <laughs> They'll fight you at the, the parking Z- No, 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 exactly. Kid. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to say that whatsoever. But the Dawsons are really making an impact on my psyche right now. And I don't know if it's because they actually did call out the wild cards at least three or four weeks ago, or if it is because they drive all the way back to go to their shoot job just to go to NWA Power. They drive 24 hours to do something like that just for an opportunity. That's something that everyone in this chat can actually get behind. But man, I'm all for them, but there's something that, you know, tells me that if you go up against Tim Storm, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, man. Tim Storm's going to win. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Tim Storm versus Zicky Dice. I don't know if it's Trevor Murdoch versus Zicky Dice, but I want one of those two and I don't know who I want to win. Well, first, Tim Storm's maybe going to have to get through Zane Dawson. We'll see. And uh, Adam is 100% right, by the way. If you don't follow Zane and Dave on your social media outlets, you definitely should. Zane and Dave Dawson are hell of a, hell of a couple of guys. It's something to get guys. behind, man. It's something to they, fucking get behind in life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I used to joke about them. I used to call them the damn Dawsons. I used to say if they were any more inbred, they'd, or if they were any more inbred, <laughs> they'd be a sandwich. But nah. I'm I'm actually behind them now. Like they they uh they they are legit people and they are real brothers and they are out there busting their ass in real life at shoot jobs and then traveling the distance, making it just in time to jump into these matches. They're working men. Yeah, working man, men. That's wrestlers. something. That's something that we should care about in the NWA. That's something that us are inside the bubble. Bubble fans should completely care about. I mean, these are people that are trying to make something work, and that's what I'm all about, Gary. Man, I mean, that's what we should be rooting for. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, give those guys a follow if you will. Now Zayn is going to be facing off against Tim Storm. The winner of that is going to be facing off against the winner of Ricky Starks versus Mystery Opponent. Uh, next up, we get the Hard Times music video. Uh, it's convenient. Surprise, surprise. Mr. Uh, William Patrick Corgan, the president, our president, has a uh, song that goes along with the pay-per-view. Planned, I don't know. But uh, here we go, and so we get that. Uh, well, hey, one we second, Gary. Week. One second, my man, because this is something I don't talk about, right? I don't talk about uh, Billy Corgan's music. I don't know anything about Billy Corgan's music. I, I assume it's good. He made a lot of money. There was a lot of fans. A lot of people know the Smashing Zucchinis. I assume it's good music. But this is stuff that is just phenomenal, man. I mean, the, 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 this music package along with the wrestling, along with the black and white feel. I absolutely love it. And hey, President Corrigan, my man, I'm so excited to be a part of this because I I, I know nothing about your music and you got to want to hang out with a guy that only knows you for your wrestling, man. I mean, come on, folks. Come on. Come on. That's a good point. I mean, but I think he's seen you and if he wanted to hang out with you, um, let's just say he probably cherishes the time you're apart. Um, (laughs) The uh, next up, but but I will say I'm with you on the music video. 
uh, that the uh, music video is very good, and it's a different feel than most of these. You're used to like hard rock songs, like pumping up the bass and just like blah, 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 we're kicking ass. And this is more like that emotional feel. I do dig that about the hard time stuff. We get another teaser for the breaking news. A little again, just the tip of the news here. Nick Aldis again tearing open his shirt, showing the NWA, throwing Flip Gordon into a uh, post. All of that trash. And then uh, you get a little snippet of some Colt Cabana Kid Anderson stuff. Kid, is he bitter? Uh, what does he have to be bitter about? He's talking about Colt Cabana feels like he could bring Kid Anderson back. Like uh, Kid's got a temper, but Colt believes in the team. He thinks there's something to work out there. But just a little teaser there. So I feel like that's going somewhere for certain. And uh, next up, Adam, we've got Ashley Vox taking on Melina in Melina's very first one-on-one contest in the NWA. And Gary, give me one second here, my man, because I have here just written down, we need jobber girls. Now, I, I, I apologize if the term jobber is offensive in wrestling. I apologize if any term I ever use with me trying to be smart is offensive to wrestlers. I, I am not trying to be smart or anything like that but we need some jobber girls here my man i mean we got what what's that guy's name saul ranaro that guy's got a great look got a great style got some great pants on him i mean come on he had it looked like he was wearing some disco pants last time we were there that was fantastic we need some jobber girls not just who she is she's she's never won a match yeah you're right you're, you're talking about ashley fox yeah like she's, she's just she's treated like a job she's never won a match i mean if well it, she beat marty bell like last did she beat marty bell last week wasn't that her yeah yeah i think she beat marty bell last week well, so that was only so that someone could yell at her that's a good point uh all right so uh ashley of course uh predictions uh from adam and he uh it turns out he's right again ashley ends up trying for the real catch I'm finisher right. on Melina. and uh yeah then melina reverses into that split leg drop thing she does i don't even know what that is but uh it's impressive and melina gets the big win and immediately goes outside to talk to the dying joe galley and uh joe galley asks her what her next plans are and uh the uh, Melina just jumps right into, well, with everything going on, again, notice that she skips right around anything that she's arranged with Thunder Rosa, like yep. taking out ODB. Uh, she says she thinks she wants the title, and she's calling out Allison K. Now, the lovely Allison K is not one to just stand in the back and just take a challenge and uh, not leave it, uh, leave it unaddressed. She walks straight out to the side of the ring, dress it all and folks i was supposed to talk to allison k on monday we had to reschedule because she's not feeling well so we know she's sick she's in a dress and she still marches her ass out there <laughs> and says let's do it right now i'm ready to go and uh well there we go um i i keep saying i adam i'm sorry i keep saying but and uh, I, I keep saying it, and I, I, I know I'm not supposed to curse anymore. And so I, I, I know I, I keep getting that I keep getting that tweet from our producer as well, to Al, Elder Sour, and we we do want to monetize these these videos. And but God damn it, folks, there's some inflection that we have to have sometimes because we just can't get our point across without it. And we 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 know that the NWA kid might be watching. Hello, Nicoletta. It's always nice of you to join. But we know. 
that what we're building here is so much, so much bigger than just something like that. And, uh, uh, whatever, Gary, whatever, man, let's just, let's just go. Let's just go with it, man. Go with the flow. It's tough not to get sucked into it. You know, it's the NWA baby. This is professional wrestling. This isn't sports entertainment. This is pro wrestling. That's right. We get pumped up. And they clearly, Scott Steiner, during his uh, uh, little interview he did at ringside, uh, he was apparently saying some stuff. He got bleeped out quite a bit. So, uh, you know, anyway. Well, I, I think I think one of those things might have been towards you and me, Gary. I, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, at some point uh, uh, Scott Steiner said, I want to just punch some person in the face and then Nick Aldis our real world's champion said start with that guy and the other guy in the glasses yeah absolutely and that's coming up but uh so uh the next thing we get is a little behind the scenes uh or, or you know what best fan I, I should bring this up a uh, best fan in the chat does say get a swear jar and I would like to point out that if you would like to treat uh the super chat as a swear jar <laughs> we'll be happy to let you make donations as we curse <laughs> That would be great. And it would uh, make up for any monetization loss for us dropping the wrong word at the wrong time. Um, Anyway, so uh, the uh, next thing we get is behind the scenes of Ring of Honor. And Nick Aldis is uh, there. It's right after his interference. So essentially, uh, unless he's been living under a rock, Nick Aldis did dress as a cop, jump into the ring and attack Flip Gordon at the uh, Ring of Honor show on Saturday night. And uh, then immediately jumped in. And well, first, first of all, this segment is from the Atlanta show because Nick Aldis is standing around in back saying, Marty, I don't care who you are and where you are. Uh, this is Atlanta. And this is the this is my town. And he's right. NWA and Atlanta go hand in hand now, baby. You can't just show up in Atlanta with Ring of Honor. And who cares what deal Marty shows? You know, that was the thing is like. He walked into the NWA and he weren't really sure what the guy was thinking. And uh, you thought maybe he joined the NWA. Well, now we know since even our last video that that Marty Skrull is not NWA. Marty Skrull is Ring of Honor. Marty Skrull has signed a new contract with Ring of Honor. Yeah, Gary, you want to talk about that for just one second, my man? I mean, being the head booker, having an actual contract to do that job, that is – I mean, bam, mind-blowing, right? No one saw that coming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody was expecting, of course, what the next step was for Marty Skrull. Was his time in NWA a stopover before he goes there? And it turns out that Marty has actually leveraged himself into a position where he gets uh, quite the position in Ring of Honor among signing a new contract to also be a performer there. So Marty's on top of the world. Let's ask that question again, Gary, right? Like, let's say that AEW or WEA, whatever the hell these people are called, actually did offer offer him something didn't offer him that EVP role. I mean, Jesus Christ, I got 12,000 of those roles uh, uh, available. Apparently I think my parrot was offered one of those roles. So why wasn't Marty squirrel offered an EVP role in WEA smart of the guy, very smart of the guy to take this role. Now Marty squirrel can bring up this ROH and uh, Nick Aldis can bring up this NWA my friends, this is grassroots wrestling. This is actually a brand that we can get behind to watch build. This is exciting. 
Yeah, re- respect where it's deserved. I mean, these are guys. I mean, Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull go way back, and these are guys right now taking an opportunity that they're uh, they're they they have available to them. And, and Marty Skrull is a smart businessman doing what he did, and I'm sure this was the best offer he worked out, and he went with it. Everybody expects what Marty Skrull's going to do. Well, now Marty Skrull has a real prominent position in a major wrestling company and he's also using that to share that spotlight and uh, open up those those doors that we talked about so many times or constantly discussed that should be open and we're seeing that happen right now and who knows Marty Skrull still has that relationship Nick Alda still has that ongoing uh, feud that you know with Cody Rhodes who knows where this goes in the long run there's plenty of other companies out there but these are guys that are choosing to use that leverage to open doors in the wrestling world that uh previously everyone may have considered shut for good and now we're finding 2020 may be just as exciting as 2019 if not more so and what could happen business-wise in wrestling and you know what gary i think that our champion our real world champion might have just saw this coming many 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 months ago i just was listening to your uh, interview with our real world's champion, Nick Aldis, cutting it into, into some micro content for uh, future generations to listen to into the distant future. And it even sounds like then that Nick Aldis and Marty Squirrel kind of had this thing juggling about in their minds. And that's very interesting. If you guys have not listened to that interview, pretty, pretty please go find that because there's some great stuff in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the big big things I remember is talking about how I wish that the things hadn't fizzled out with Ring of Honor or with AEW because of the feuds with Nick and Cody or Nick and Marty and those sorts of things. And you can get a little taste of that in that interview where Nick is very clear to be like, hey, you're the one writing that off. Yeah, not if yet. We're just saying it's not happening yet. And so, exactly. And so Nick seemed pretty confident that those doors were still there to be kicked open and we might just be seeing that happening in 2020 uh moving on in that little backstage segment we get to the cabarrus arena uh which was the next night for ring of honor in uh concord north carolina for the site of the crockett cup last april uh almost a year ago now and that is where nick aldis and marty Skrull faced off for the nwa 10 pounds of gold and uh, Nick Aldis ended up winning that contest, and he chose this opportunity to once again appear on the Ring of Honor show and take over at the announce position. And uh, it was uh, pretty interesting, to say the least. They do get kicked out, but not being, not before being confronted by Villain Enterprises. Uh, and specifically, it was Brody King and Flip Gordon there, and Flip getting his hands on Nick Aldis after Nick Aldis had put his hands on him. Fair is fair. Uh, the previous evening, and that is leading us to now we have an official announced matchup for hard times. Nick Aldis will be taking on Flip Gordon. Hey, man, what do you feel about that matchup? I mean, I, I think it, it it goes very well with what the NWA is building right now. I'm excited to be there in the building if you do have an extra ticket, by the way, I personally am looking for a ticket to Hard Times, so let me know. Slip in my DMs immediately. Uh, but other than that, Gary, 
great, great match. And uh, who knows who might show up during that match. Jesus, God, let it be PCO. I think my headphones almost came out of my head when I said that. But Jesus, God, let it be PCO. Well, it, Aldis did go ahead and make mention that you could bring whoever you want, but it's going to be me and you in that ring one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm excited about that match for multiple reasons because, not to be overlooked, this is not the first time that Nick Aldis and uh, Flip Gordon have faced off in the ring. If you hearken back into the archives on the NWA YouTube channel, you can find leading up into that all-in experience where Nick Aldis faced Cody Rhodes. One of the first obstacles he had to make his way through was defending the 10 pounds of gold against Flip Gordon. And that was a hell of a match. Aldis, of course, came out on top in that one, but can it happen a second time in a row? I don't know. Nick Aldis is working his way through this title run, making plenty of feuds here and there along the way. Thank you, Jason Peace, for the tip. We appreciate that. I didn't even curse yet. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm excited. Flip Gordon, Nick Aldis. This one's going to be amazing. It's a good match to go ahead and get us started on what we can expect to see at hard times, which, of course, like you said, Adam, leads me to believe there's there's two things that I love about this. One being that we haven't seen an athlete quite the caliber of – I shouldn't say quite the caliber, but quite the style of Flip Gordon in that NWA studio, and I think that that's going to be exciting to see, but also – uh, there's no chance that uh, Nick Aldis and Strictly Business showing up at Ring of Honor goes unanswered. I can't imagine that, that they just let that lie. Again and again and again, now I'm wondering, who's getting that gate for ROH? Because what a difference a YouTube show makes, my friends. Everyone was laughing in our face eight, seven months ago, whenever the hell we decided to make this our new objective. But what a difference a YouTube show makes. Who's getting the gate? I want the gate. What do you think, Gary? Does it matter to you who gets the gate or you just want the attention? The attention's good for me too. I'm just wondering how many more tips we're going to get before you have to show some more skin. Adam. What are you talking about, baby? The people love what we're making here. I'm going to be TV ready. I'm going to be TV ready in, Look at in those only three guns. months, my friends. If you guys want something from the Crockett Cup, I'm going to be TV ready for the Crockett Cup. Hell yeah, I love that. Oh, somebody tipped it. I just said hell. I don't know. Uh, all right, so next up we got Pope. He's out there at the podium with Eddie Kingston at Homicide, Outlaw Inc. And he's talking about he's not there to manage them. He's just help, there to help present them with opportunities that they've not seen so far. Now, here we also may have gotten a taste of another matchup. They did not linger on it too long. But, uh, you know, Pope does mention that uh, Kings and the Homicide aren't in the tag team title picture right now. And that, uh, you know, Kingston could be worthy of a national title shot. But then for some reason, Eli Drake and uh, James Storm are in a, you know, getting national title shots and they haven't won a match. So it makes me wonder if that's a, a did they officially announce that? That match? I don't think they did. You know what, Gary, man? I don't even know. I don't even know what Pope is doing with Eddie Kingston. 
and Mr. Homicide. I mean, Eddie Kingston does not need anyone to talk for him, and Mr. Homicide does just fine homiciding people. So why the hell is this Pope guy with anybody? I mean, this Pope guy should be making his own thing. Eddie Kingston and Mr. Homicide can do things on their own. Get this Pope guy away from everybody. I don't... What's what's going on here? What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call. And I don't know how, how good they're going to feel about Pope and his decision-making after this next matchup because Outlaw Inc. does jump... Uh, immediately into the matchup with shooter Stevens Stevens shooter Stevens and the question mark. And, uh, in that matchup, uh, homicide, just that shoulder of his just is still not holding up. And, uh, so it looks like, uh, this, this is one of those things where you can kind of see Aaron Stevens, just exactly how dangerous he is for as goofy as he can act for as funny as he can be. He lingers on that shoulder. He targets it, and he's playing, but he continues to just brutalize Homicide throughout that match. So much so that uh, Homicide ends up going for his finisher at the end of the match, but it gets reversed by the question mark into the Mongrovian spike for the easy one, two, three, and Homicide does not get up uh, quickly afterwards. My friend, Gary, I happen to be a member of the Mongrovian Grove, the most secret society inside of Mongrovia. And that Mongrovian spike, my friend, is no one can get up from it. It is something that is only taught to the upper, upper levels. I am not even close to this upper, upper level inside of the Mongrovian Grove. My friends, this is something you do not want to get in the way of. And Jason Peace, once again, thank you so much. Who do you think is going to win next week? Uh, Jason Peace, what do you think he's talking about there, Gary? I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, well, we, we get to the end of the show. We know one big major match that's going to be occurring next week, and that's going to be Nick Aldis and Ricky Morton. Um, also, we've got Thomas Latimer and Trevor Murdoch to look forward to. Uh, we've got, who knows what else? I mean, I think those are the announced matches so far that I, that I can think of. So, uh, yeah, Jason, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be tough 2020 and Ricky Morton's in a world's title shot, but we'll get there. Let's, 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 let's break through a little bit further. We'll wrap this thing up with that discussion. But, uh, and Justin Johnson would like you to know, Adam, that Trevor Murdoch did kick out of the Mongrovian spot. Well, yes, I've said that multiple freaking times, people. Trevor Murdoch has kicked out of a Mongrovian spike. That's what proves that he is the gatekeeper to the NWA locker room. That's what proves he is the gatekeeper to the actual NWA. And folks, it took two Mongrovian spikes to pin the man. So Trevor Murdoch is tough as hell. All right. I never well, said he I, wasn't. I never said he wasn't tough as hell, folks. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please hang up and redial the number, including the area code announcement. I'm sorry to uh, cut you off, Adam. That was me trying to dial 555-GET-HEAT, uh, as recommended by Austin Idol. I'm getting a little annoyed that none of these damn numbers work. Yeah, hey, by the way, hey, hey, Mr. Corgan, our president, our owner, Mr. William Patrick Corgan, if we're going to go... A step into a joke? Let's take a leap into a joke and buy the fucking telephone number, everybody. Can we can we mute that, please? Can we mute that? 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but still, but still, man, if we're going to take a step I, into the joke, we need to leap into the joke, people. We need uh, some kind of recording device where people can leave a message and we can get back to them. Oh, my God, the brand building that that has a possibility of. Oh, my God. Just have like different options that you can select where Austin Idol gives you like yes. some kind of motivational yes. message <laughs> yes it's it's so it, it, it's so endless it, it makes so much sense to me i love that i love we that just, idea we just need that austin idol hotline that's yes. what we need yes uh, all right i'm sorry dr austin idol professional wrestling psychologist uh all right, so then we go to the very end of the show, and this is where we're at. Uh, Aldis, Strictly Business, and Scott Steiner show up. Uh, Steiner, I saw I saw some people complaining about Steiner's promo here, not because Scott Steiner isn't entertaining to watch, but they're like, I don't think that's really the original NWA tag team titles, and I don't think that's really the exact history that he's mentioned there, as though these people have never seen a Scott Steiner promo in your lives. Please, YouTube, especially the math promo. you got to check Scott Steiner out, and if you're looking for him to deliver sanity into your life, my friends, you have, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, my friends, I don't think that we're going to hear any Alan Watts info out of Scott Steiner's mouth. We're not going to have any enlightenment coming our way. I mean, you have a chance of hearing enlightenment from the real world champion, especially if you're following the man on Instagram right now. Every day he's sending you an, a, uh, a, uh, a quote every day on his whiteboard. So make sure you check that out. But I don't think Scott Steiner is looking for anything like that, my friend. Absolutely. No, Scott Steiner is, uh, I think he's pretty set on who Scott Steiner is. And uh, of course, Adam already mentioned this, but there's a very clear moment where uh, Nick Aldis is telling him to uh, get after the uh, guy in sunglasses and the bearded punk. And uh, that's that's nice. It's lovely to see the chance acknowledging us. That's yes. us. <laughs> At least he knows we exist. What was great uh, about that, Gary, was all as, right, soon as, so as, then soon that as a champ, up. as soon as a champ pointed to us, I pointed at the I pointed at the freaking punk kids behind us that were telling Ricky Morton to go to the goddamn retirement home. These goddamn punks, these 12-year-old kids do not need to show up there anymore. Yeah, Adam has lost his I got battle. heat Adam with those just... kids. I got heat with those kids. <laughs> Adam was looking for a match at hard times against a group of children. In a, in but, a, uh... in a cage, baby. In a cage. But seriously, where's the respect for our legends? Come on, people. Anyway... So uh, next up is the wild cards and Scott Steiner. They take on Robert Gibson and his team, which turns out to be Eli Drake and Tim Storm, which is actually, if you think about it, aside from like a James Storm, these are the two guys that make the most sense. Eli Drake has been there at every opportunity to uh, poke the bear with the champ, so to speak. And uh, then uh, Tim Storm obviously has a bold to pick. So uh, these guys are there to make sure that Nick Aldis has to put that title on the line against Ricky Morton. And uh, just long story short, that's exactly what they do. Ends up getting the win with uh, a nice roll up from Robert Gibson. And uh, one, two, three, Ricky Morton next week will be taking on Nick Aldis. And that's a hell of a matchup. I'm excited for it. Does that make you excited, folks? Does that make you excited in the champ? In, 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 in the chat, I know it might not make the champ that excited. Actually, he might be here right now, so uh, we're going to take it easy. But folks, next week, 
Ricky Morton, Nick Aldis, 10 pounds of gold. Do we really know what's going to happen in that? I don't know what's going to happen in that. Gary, you and I were there, and I still don't know what's going to happen in that. I never know what's going to happen. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, that's one of the beauty parts about it is you still go there and you get a lot of stuff you don't get everywhere else being there live in the studio. But you also don't know how it's going to play out exactly on television. It's still a different experience, even though we kind of have an idea, a structure, a skeleton of the story, so to speak. But we still don't know everything they're going to throw in. We certainly had no ideas about all of this interaction between Ring of Honor and NWA. Yeah, nothing at all, dude. Nothing at all. This is completely out of thin air. And now knowing that, going into this this next pay-per-view and us being there in the building, hopefully, if you guys have a ticket for me, by the way, but being there in the building, Gary, what the hell do you expect coming up in the uh, next coming weeks? Oh my God, I don't know. I know that I'm excited to see Ricky Morton take on Nick Aldis. I know that I'm excited to see Tom Latimer and Trevor Murdoch. That's going to be a great match. I'm just excited. Those two guys are animals, and that's going to be fun. And uh, I see in the chat people are concerned about Camille taking that header into the steps. I didn't even mention that, but that's a good point, folks. Uh, I'm going to say that since she was at Ring of Honor this past weekend, Camille's doing okay. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Hard Times is coming right up. You guys, if you haven't already pre-ordered it, now's the time. There's contests out there. We've got contests. We're running so Soon, so pay attention tomorrow. Because maybe, yeah, maybe you can get yourself a code to watch Hard Times for free on Fight TV. So be looking out for that. And uh, there's lots of good stuff coming. Stick with us and here every Tuesday night at 7.05. We're live talking to you right after NWA Power. So check us out on the YouTube if you haven't done it. Hit like on this video. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. On the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. We love you guys to consume any way you feel it necessary. We want to interact with you. And until then, the show is on all social medias at the NWA pod. I am at this is Gary Horde. That is at this is Rotella. We're going to close out the podcast portion, and then it's no holds barred in the chat room with you guys. If podcast, you want to be a part of that, you got to make sure to be here at 7.05 Tuesdays. But until you do that, thanks for listening. Five, six,